Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering 100% confidence. Yeah! Mind reading trauma. Whoa. And the Bravo scandal rocking the world right now. Oh, hey, and this is episode 255. Let's go. No, it is not. Oh, it's 256. <laughs> Let me open up my other outline. No wonder I was very confused. I was like, am I just like forgetting how to read here? Like, no, it's just me. <laughs> Old, old outline, but it's 256. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I definitely have it right. Sorry. So. You know, that's what happens when you're in a rush. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show. You know, shout out to all our new listeners. Shout out to all our, you know, regular listeners. We love to see, you know, the new stuff, but we always love the old stuff. Not calling you old, you know, just familiar. Um, but the yeah, whole, you just keep digging it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just. <laughs> It's just, let's just, V, how are you doing? You know, not that I'm you're doing, old. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, last week, like after we recorded this, I um actually, I went to my friend's place, Maggie, our friend's place, to, to have like a little girl's dinner party situation. She made us this awesome food, but on my way over there, um, if you follow us on Instagram, you know this already. Um, I stopped at a local um, a local liquor store to get some wine. And I connected the dots that this was the exact liquor store that Caitlin Bristow was at signing her own wine bottles. That um, was wild. So I ended up just buying a couple of bottles of her wine and getting it signed and getting a little selfie with her. Um, it was weird because I like had a selfie with my left hand, which is like not a good selfieing hand for me. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so, and I gave her a future bachelor sticker. I told her how we had just talked about her on the podcast and like her theory about the B roll being uh, filmed in LA. And she's like, Oh my God, it totally is like, it definitely is not like it wasn't in, um, you know, it wasn't in London where he was sick and stuff. And I was like, wow, crazy. That is um, insane. Yo, how did it feel? Like, did it feel weird? Like, was she cool? Was it like, I was like, I got weirdly, I definitely got weirdly nervous when I was like trying to take the selfie, which I was like, why am I nervous? But I think it was weird. So there's like definitely like other like local celebs there. Like, um, Kelly, who was on the first season of love is blind was there. Mm. Um, and then somebody else who looked kind of familiar. So I'm guessing just like, kind of like, a. You know how there's like Atlanta celebs, like that kind of level. Yeah. So she must have been somebody else that I knew. I don't know. But um, in person, Caitlin looks different than she does in some of her pictures and stuff. So um, it was it was interesting. She's so small. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it was it was it was cool. And it was nice because like I literally skeet skeeted in right like within the last like five, ten minutes of her like time frame of being there. So like there was like nobody really in line. I, it was just me. I walked right up and I was like, hey, sorry if like this is the end of your time. But like I, you know, I do a podcast. Here's a sticker. We were just talking about you today. <laughs> She's like, was it good or bad? 
Did she ask that? Like, no, when- she didn't. She was like, what? And I was like, oh, because like you talked about like how you know, you thought that the B-roll like of Zach being sick was filmed in LA. She's like, oh my God, it totally is. Like, <laughs> that's so funny that you guys talked about that. I was like, yeah, uh, we listen to your podcast. Um, that's just but- funny because you were literally like, yeah, she's in Atlanta right now. And then like li- 10 minutes after we finished like getting off of this, like you're just like sending me a picture with her. I'm like, wow, that's weird. Um, it was. Did you it, know it she was going to be because, there? Like, I knew, but I forgot. And then I was like, oh, shit. And like I walked in and like they had like a DJ playing at the at the liquor store. And mm-hmm. like they had her like a whole little pink carpet leading up to her. And like she had this giant glass of wine filled with her own wine. It was funny. But dope. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we both have met a bachelorette now. Yeah, we have. You're right. Cool. You've met a bachelor before, right? Um. Was it Nick Vial? Oh, I did. Well, not like I didn't really meet him. We just happened to be standing on the same um, uh, street corner in Chicago heading back uh, from yeah. Lollapalooza. So I guess it's the race is on to, you know, meet another lead. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe we'll meet one together. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, and then besides that, um, I did my boyfriend and I did like a little indoor picnic the other night because it was shitty weather. Um, which That's was a lot cute. of fun. Oh. It was very cute. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then it was my friend Courtney's birthday. So we did like a birthday dinner and went out dancing at the Warren, which is like the the dancey bar part of like if you go on top of where Dark Horse is here in Atlanta. That's where that is. So we had a lot of fun doing that because we were supposed to go all the way to Johnny's hideaway, but uh, that was not happening. Yeah. Um, but what about what about you, pal? Um, You know, I had a nice chill weekend. It was beautiful, some of it. It was nice. Um, you know, so, you know, there was a, a point where we, on Saturday, we had got, you, you remember, like for Halloween, we had gotten our tennis rackets for our, alf- like right. that was our costume. And we got him like, and, and I got him for us just like, so we could actually play tennis. So right. I was like, let's go play tennis today. Like, so we actually grabbed the rackets, walked to the tennis court. There was an open court there and it was fun. Like I actually really love tennis. It's kind of crazy. Well, didn't you play tennis in high school? Yeah, it was so long ago, but like now I just feel like really like, I don't know, like it's just in my bones now that I can play like, all right, you know? So it's not like something that, it's, it's too like much riding pressure. a bike. What's that? It's like riding a bike. Yeah. I mean, I, I was never like great or anything like that, but I know like the basics and stuff. And it was cool. Like just like volume with, with Sam and stuff. And she's like, you know, trying to get better at it. So we're just like, you know, just doing our thing. So that was awesome. Um, Enjoyed the beautiful weather out there. And then later on that night, uh, she has uh, some friends that got married at a courthouse the night before. Um, Jesse and Lucas, they had like this beautiful dinner the next night for everyone because they didn't have a wedding. They had like a really nice wedding dinner. And, I like that. That's yeah, fun. it was it was like small and intimate, but it was over. Have you ever been to St. Cecilia? I actually I know of St. Cecilia. It's like one of the best restaurants in Atlanta. But. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was crazy we were eating for like two and a half hours they kept bringing out food and you know sam kept feeding me her portion so i literally have never eaten so much in in like the longest time but it was like great meat great potatoes great bread great salad like cheese it was just like awesome and um cheese yeah you know (laughs) cheese i should have started with that um but yeah no they had an open bar and um so they had some delicious like mocktails there and stuff so that was fun 
And um, just like really cool getting to know like her friends, friends. We were all sitting at the main table with like um, one of the groom's parents and stuff. So like it was like it was cool. It was like a really nice night, you know, getting out and stuff. Got to dress up. So we dressed up in like I, I love my, dressing up. I mean, I was in a full suit. She was in a full matching dress. So it was like it was awesome. So mm, I had it. a good weekend. And then um, that was about it. But, you know, the. We like to do something on this on this show around this time, so we might as well just get into it, you know? <laughs> it's that time to talk about The Bachelor on our show! <laughs> yes, but before we get talking about The Bachelor, YouTube, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content, just like this. And if you just did... I'm serious. Huge shout out to you. Yeah. You know, um, we really love new subscribers here. So just, you know, shout out to you if you just did it. Like, I'm literally talking to you. V loves you too. Um, right. But, you know, we also have to shout out our comment crew. And a comment crew is just as important as new subscribers because you can join the comment crew too. All you got to do is leave a comment and you get a shout out on the next episode. But the shout out, we have to shout out the Nancy Drew crew. That's their own established like crew in the comment crew because they're dedicated to future Bachelor and our comment section. So shout out to, you know, the Nancy Drew crew, Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, Kathleen Kent, Marion SP. Marty's back in the building. Marty! <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, just leave us a comment. Subscribe. Let us know you subscribe. Just, you know, whatever you thought about the last episode, and we'll shout you out next one. So, um, V, where do we start? We're at week seven of The Bachelor. Um, we're getting seven. close to the end here, you know? Or we're, yes, closer. we're in the... We're in the home stretch. It's week seven. This week is a big week because whoever makes it through this week is going to hometown. So, you know, pressure is on. They're in Budapest. Um, you know, I was watching um, Black Widow and they're like Budapest. It's that's how it's pronounced. Apparently, they're just like that's like a joke in the movie. Like it's like it's Budapest. Like that's I the guess. Way. Yeah, I they guess. Say. Yeah. Well, they I'm didn't correct anybody no on this show. Comment this whole episode. That was Budapest. Yeah. Um. So they're there, and um. Jesse and Zach are doing pretty much the same rundown, just with less names on the list, as they did last week, just in a different, you know, in a different country, in a different coffee shop. Yeah, I don't much. know if I'm liking these at all. Like, I just me don't, neither. Because I don't it like seems Zach summing things like, up. He didn't say anything different. Yeah. Yeah. But. Like, I think it's, it's more just, for getting FaceTime for Jesse or something. It's and I love how they put like Jesse's little super, his like bottom thirds on every single time because it's like we barely see his ass. So it's all like, remember, he's the host. Forty four. <laughs> this is Jesse. Like just so you know. Which I, I just as, as someone that's hilarious. hosted a show before, it's just nice seeing that. Like you know, like don't you forget who's hosting this episode of Food Truck Diaries? You know what I'm saying? So well, and I get it. I get it because like if you're somebody who just is like tuning in or something, you've never seen it before. You might be like, "Who's this dude?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, are there two dudes dating here? Is he yeah, dating a, a dude second. on the side? Why do they look so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyways, yeah, so we're in Budapest, um, Budapest, I don't know, whatever you guys want to say. What is it? Let, let us know in the comments below. What, which way do you yeah. say it? Correct us. Give <laughs> us that, you know, give us the, the, the spelling. So, um, yeah. Anyways, 
But so they're there. Everybody's freaking out. It's, of course, another perfect place to fall in love because I guess every city in the world is. Um, But (laughs) Katie gets the first um, one-on-one date. Uh, And they're doing... It's a normal one-on-one date in a new country where, you know, they kind of get to do, they get to see the sights. Um, So already with the one-on-ones at this episode, like at this juncture we're at with the show, because we're going into hometowns next week, one-on-ones are kind of scary. Now we're at the point where like people are getting their second one-on-ones and you know, usually they the can first, make or break. Well, yeah. I, well, the, to me, it's usually one where it's like the front runner. You just want to spend extra time with this person. And then you have one that's on like, like, you know, the edge and uh, you might probably, this is an opportunity to send them home outside of a rose ceremony. So right. um, to really see. And so I don't, I don't know, like a lot of the girls were kind of like bummed about who's getting what and stuff. Maybe that first one, knowing Katie has such a good relationship with them is a little, would kind of like make you spiral. But like, I don't know. I, I would seem like if I could just coast through this week with just kind of getting to hometowns, like without it being like me, like worrying about like this second date that I have that that would be going through the back of my mind. Is right. like, is he just asking me out just to like, just send my ass home. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I, I mean, in assuming that, I mean, so, some of these women have watched the show and understand it. But I, I don't know if all of them are <laughs> watch it to the degree that we do and think about it that way because that is something I thought about too at this point. But I think the, the theme of this season has really just been like one-on-ones are gold. And I feel like that's like what they're really running with uh, is that they really want that one-on-one spot because they really want to have like a guaranteed rose, which obviously as we know – one-on-ones aren't guaranteed roses. I mean, I, so... At this point, though, I'd rather it be the group date rose that I get, you know, as a guaranteed rose. True. Um, you know, it's just the, the calmest one out of this storm this week. But, yeah, so Katie gets the first one. Um, yeah, what did you think? Well, first of all, I didn't like her outfit. Um, <laughs> I just didn't. It was weird. Uh, the jeans with the weird strappy shirt with the long coat and the weird boots that she was wearing. It was weird. But she is definitely the front runner. He's very into her. Um, they go on like a weird slanted funicular train thing up the side of the city. They, you know, they get I don't get know. Into- Do you think she's the front runner? Because I, I would think like, you know, Ariel would be the front runner. But she I just had Ariel a day last is, week. Ariel is making her way. I think Ariel's like solidified her spot very firmly in the top four. At, like after this week, like this week, like she very much so did. But I don't I don't see her as I, Katie has been his number one from like the beginning. Like yeah. it's just I mean, she had an overnight with him and stuff. Yeah. I mean, ever since their first one on one date, like she definitely has been leader of the pack. He always like searches her out first in group dates. Like I just, I see her as being the most in tune with him and just most on his level. Ariel, I think is out of his league, but, um, they kind of get into some of the like more nitty gritty of like fun facts, trying to learn little things about each other. Cause you know, it's, which I want to come back to at the end of this episode, or, you know, towards the end of like 
you know, when we're talking about this episode. So just yeah. remind me of that because you're usually good at reminding me of those things. But um, yes. yeah, I mean, they're just kind of going over things like, what's your favorite color? And she's like, purple, like, you know, and and he just wants her to give more of that, you know, because I mean, I get it. You kind of want it. There's only so much you can learn about a person, right? you know, with these things. You're really just getting like the surface level stuff out. And there's just not enough time to like spend a weekend with someone where you can kind of like get these kind of like conversations out, you know? Right. Like this show is notorious for like, you know, when people like get engaged at the end, then they're just getting each other's, uh, you know, phone numbers after the fact and like learning each other's last names and shit like that because it's just in the nature of how the show works like it's not really pertinent to know all the little things that you probably in the real world are making like small talk about on like a first date over drinks or like on an app or like whatever stuff like that so I think it's also just, it's, it's like it's like it's like a more extreme first date first of all because like on a first date or like even a second date, you're not like revealing all that much, you know, you're just putting, yeah, your you're not trauma dumping. And yeah, if you are, you know, maybe so, you need a therapist and now but. you're on television. So you're definitely not letting out anything that's like, you know, out of line or anything. So, um, yeah. So they're trying to get, dig a little deeper knowing that the hometowns are around the corner and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, and then they, end up like doing their the, a shot or something, you know, of this weird liquor. They, they all, they did some hot spice kind of situation. I swear whoever is like in the producing segment of this show has a weird thing with spicy food, has a weird thing with like, food, like that kind of stuff. Cause like, think about like the amount of like different, like spicy food things they've done on this show and in like bachelor in paradise and stuff like Maybe that. I don't just know. Trying to get a reaction out of, I guess so. But um, they go and do like this little typewriter love letter thing, read each other's love letters to each other. Um, Katie reveals in like a little. Do you think, I, I wonder, do you think they just keep that, that typewriter there ready to go? Or is that. No, I, that feels very purposely put. I mean, I've seen that type of stuff though. Like, yeah, I mean, it could but be. But usually someone's sitting there typing them um, with their own typewriter. Writing a right. story about it's usually you. not like a weird sign that's definitely written in English for everybody to like be yeah. able to easily use it. I don't know. There's like pianos sometimes, like I've seen them around that people I've seen play. that. Yeah. So um I was just wondering if that was an actual thing or not because it might it might be. It might have been, but yeah, I feel like the way they they had it set up for them to do it mm. was not how usually that kind of thing would work. Katie's and, silly. She's super silly. Like she's like I don't, what's going on over there, Zach? She's like, that looks like a run-on sentence, Zach. Like, I was just like, dude, this girl is like super silly. She's um, a good, a good way. It's They definitely have like some good little like um, inside jokes. Because like even when they get to their dinner portion, um, she talks about like they say something like flabbergasted and then both chuckle. And I'm all like, what? none yeah, of us. Flabbergasted is a terrible word to use. Like you're, which is you... why it made me feel like that there must be an inside joke there because they're both were like flabbergasted. <laughs> like it just didn't seem like something like, you know, that was just off the cuff. It definitely felt like a very, I think she like, just called them out for using the word. And she, and he knew that like the second it came out of his mouth, that it was ridiculous to say the word flabbergasted. Like, 
you know, because he just seems to be at a loss for words. Like there was literally a point I forgot which where it was, but like he couldn't get something out. He was like, he was like, 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 like he kept doing that. I'm like, and I do it on this show. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. But, so do I. But um, but it was just very noticeable, you know, when you're watching it. Um, hopefully, no one's like looking at us like never. Like, they're like they're saying. Hot meat yeah. kettle, you two. I mean, guys, we, we, we do this weekly. You think we'd get better at it, but we're just cruising through these. So just, you know, bear with two, us. Two, two. Yeah. All aboard the um, like train. What happens next? Um, so at the at the dinner portion, you know, Katie is trying to really open up more and be like, Hey Zach, like ask me anything. Like, what do you want to know? Like, I want you to like feel comfortable. I want whatever. I want you to feel comfortable. Like asking me wanting to dig deeper into whatever. Um, and so they talk a little bit more about what a, a hometown would look like. And, you know, she talks about how her dad wouldn't be there. And she talks about how her dad left at a young age, she didn't meet him again until like she was 16. And then, you know, how her mom dated somebody for a while and then he left when she was also young. So just we get into daddy issues, which I guess we did not know at all about her. There was no. Yeah, that we, seems to be a theme with the dates on this episode. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I mean. It, it, I mean, da- daddy issues, you could, you could sum it up to that, but I don't know. Does she have daddy issues? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if exactly actually, that it's more like know, abandonment issues. Yeah. I would say like, maybe there would be daddy issues in the sense of like, we've heard stories from multiple of these girls that have these, um, situations in their past. And then also talk about how the relationships previously have been poor you know so it's like bad situations or whatever like that so i mean it could kind of result from that you know being you don't have a a strong father figure to kind of um grow up with and then you end up picking some dude that treats you like shit so right um, that could be the daddy issues but i'm not really seeing it in the in this show no well because she just talks about the like wanting of stability because she didn't have you know, that sort of stable male figure. So I, I think that's the only area that it really like shows. But I mean, I think, you know, they handle that conversation well. And I actually and- respect people that are like that. They're like, I just want a man to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of respect it, you know, not saying that yeah. she's not going to go and do her own life, but she's like, this is the life that I want. Well, and she wasn't even exactly saying that. She was just saying like, I want, somebody who's going to be there and who's going to support me and whatever. I don't think she was like even saying like, take care. She just wants somebody who's like actually going to be there and support her. And, you know, like she doesn't have to do, do it all by herself. So, I mean, um, yeah. So she ends up, uh, getting the rose, getting the rose. And then they go into, it's one of a couple Hungarian baths that we see this episode. So they get to do their own, special private time in the Hungarian bath. Wink, 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 wink. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other ladies are getting their date card to figure out who's all going on the group date. Um, which, 
you know, everybody's freaking out because they want to figure out who's going to get that last, that one-on-one date before. Is, this, is it bad that I really didn't want Kat to get it? <laughs> I didn't want Kat to get it either. I didn't, I purpose, I didn't want her to get it. Um, I mean, I, she's been spiraling since last episode. Um, Brooklyn getting it probably didn't. Didn't help her. Help her that's at for all, sure. You know, because they've been beefing. And, um, but which you know, we see none of that beef, like it doesn't, that beef didn't really continue for this week, but it definitely, you could tell she like felt a little miffed that of all the other girls to get that, like one-on-one that it had to be I Brooklyn. Think, after I think because like she got the last rose, wasn't that from last episode that like, yeah. it was kind of like everyone kind and then they go to a new like country and it's like, all right, let's just start fresh and forget about all that stuff. Like they're probably right. healing from the wounds of people leaving and, and all that. So, right. um, interesting. I, I thought that you would think that they would bring Greer back for the group, the group date, date. at least, but yeah, I want to know what the timing was for all that because we get told at the top of the episode by Jesse that, you know, Greer was on her way from Estonia cause she was still there. Cause that's where she had quarantined to Budapest. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a second. Let's get through the yeah. group date first, though. Right? Yeah, group date. They have this mentalista magician dude. I guess Budapest is the birthplace of magic. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. I might need to do more research on that one. Whatever. Um, but they have this like mentalista dude, pretty much like reading their minds, doing different like sleight of hand, and you know, guessing tricks of like guessing what word they're saying. Like they're that was pretty impressive. Of- I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, do you it think, was. Do you think he actually knew that, or like producers asked these girls these things before, and he just knew each one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There has so to specific. be like he, there's a tr- there's a trick to it somehow, right? Like I don't know. I don't know. But uh, he unless he just really can read people, I don't know. I don't know. But like he's putting uh, like two words. Like he's like you're <laughs> like scared and nervous. It's like well, how would you? Get that well, because he even asked her to like narrow it down to one, and then he was like, "Because this was Gabby," and he was all like, "But what was your second word too?" And he had both, and I was all like, "What?" Like you made her even like narrow it down, and so some of them, like you know, everybody's getting pretty emotional. Like it's pretty much, and we don't even hear a fucking word from Zach the entire time. He just sits across them as they all like have to like reveal themselves this way, which to me feels a little unfair. But, um, you know, Charity, the two girls that get into their feelings the most are Charity and Kat. Because Charity, um, like the question that they ask her about is like, you know, why, what caused issue in your last relationship or whatever, something along those lines. And the word she was thinking of and what he writes down is infidelity. And she gets like, you know, really, um, she gets really upset, which I didn't make a ton of sense to me because... It's not like they already discussed all of this. It's not like this is news to Zach. And also, it's not like if all of a sudden Zach were to then like look down on her now for how that was like a big worry for her, like, you know, because of like that's like a wound that has been left from a past relationship. Like, I don't I don't know why. I guess I don't uh, know. I could see just- I could see her just like kind of getting in her head about if that's like one of her biggest issues. Now she's in this situation where her boyfriend's dating a bunch of other women and like you really don't know where his head's at like in each relationship. And um, so, you know, I mean, some people are just better at like 
handling the pressure than others. Everyone's probably feeling it just, right. you know, she just kind of falling in it. And, and also being like, sometimes it's, it's, it can be hard being the only like black girl left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so true. And she's like a dark skinned black girl too. Like she definitely is like kind of when it comes to that look and everything like that, she definitely, I think there might be some pressure and stuff there for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, moving on, we get to cat and cats just like weird, man. Like, you know, it's like, she can't even, she has no poker face. She just, no. you know, he asked her a question. Like, are you, are you ready? Like for me, for Zach to meet your parents? And she's like, yeah, I, I guess. I think like, you know, and well, and like she had really- already like been off. Like they had like their conversation last week when she got the rose last like he was all like something feels off between us. Like what's the deal? And like she keep and she was you know feeling some kind of way then. And obviously that's been carried over into now. She's been like I've been going through a lot of emotions. I've been feeling a lot of different things. And you know, the guy asked her if she thought about like walking away or leaving, and she says yes. Um, that she had thought of that, which you know is not the thing that Zach, Mr. 100% Confidence, wants to hear. Like, that's something, this entire episode, if, like, I did a drinking game out of, like, how many times he talked about, like, being confident, being 100% confident, I want to be 100% confident, you make me feel 100% confident, whatever, like, I would definitely be drunk. It would it would happen because that's that's his biggest emphasis and that's, like, what he's really sticking by. And so doing anything that questions that which is also like i don't think super realistic to think that that, like that's not gonna happen um but to do anything to question that is not a good thing and obviously she knows that it isn't and she freaks out about even admitting to that um in front of him because she knows that then she's gonna have to sort of defend herself um, to him later, yeah. which she does have to. Whatever he's doing, though, I can't deny that he has probably a, like eliminated the right way to get to the best, probably top people I've seen in this franchise so far. Like you know, like solid women. Um, that you know, yeah. There's gonna be losers along the way. No, not like they're actual losers, but like not losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're sent home. Um, but the the ones that he's left with are solid choices, you know, and I could see him actually like right. with each of them and stuff, you know. So um so I mean it's just kind of like the cream of the crop or like they're weeding themselves out. Like cat cat tried to do something bold last episode and it just kind of backfired on her and sent her like in a very negative place because um, not saying that she's a terrible person or whatever, but I do wonder like where she would be if she didn't try to pull that like bold move on Zach last episode right. by kissing him before Charity's date. Right. I, I kind of wonder too, because I do think that just set her off down her own spiral that then, you know, made him less confident in, in her. But, um, when they kind of are at this cocktail portion of this group date, uh, you know, he he spends a good amount of time with everybody. 
he spends a good amount of time with Ariel. Ariel definitely like seems to be a star of the cocktail portion. Him and Gabby seem to just like really be at ease and like be vibing. And well, they're like you know, making out in a stairwell and everything. Yeah, so. I mean, he's pushing all these girls against walls, like making out with them. You know, I honestly, uh, Wells, Did you say Wells? I said walls, but walls. Uh, I'm like, yo, Wells used to do that. No, um, you know, we were saying that. Uh, Ariel was like the dark horse. Gabby to me is the dark horse. Gabby is sort of a dark horse just because I feel like she like Ariel's a dark horse because she just like kind of came out of nowhere. She's been quiet for most of it. Gabby's like been making noise every episode, but, um, Gabby definitely, like, I feel like he just feels very at ease with her. Like ever since her, like very Royal treatment date, like they just, they, are you know they they have a fun time together that's like what he says you know she's fun she's a fun girl um which i mean we know nothing about what he wants in general but he wants a best friend he wants somebody who's fun and he wants to be 100 percent confident so which yeah, those are all just words so both cat and uh charity you know get very vulnerable and honest about their feelings and um it goes it seems to go very well for charity and right. then and then cat because like, it's a conversation they already had, you yeah, know? Yeah, but it's just like she's so like genuinely sweet. Like, you know, she is. She's great. I love that, charity. That you can't really like she doesn't seem like she has any type of like bad bone, like, you know, in her body. No. So it's just like easy to really get through that. But the cat one is interesting because like, you know, she's super attractive. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's she's beautiful. Yeah. And uh maybe this is kind of what can happen to like people that are that know that they're super attractive mm. and they're just not used to this type of scenario that they're in and stuff and it's just like really doesn't understand like when like these girls are on the group date that means obviously brooklyn's getting the one-on-one you know so it's like that alone doesn't make compute in in, in cat's head like you know she's just like what the hell like you know and even if she doesn't say it, she's like, probably like, why does Brooklyn like, you know, get to go on it? No one's even thinking at this point that this this last one on one is not a good thing to be in, probably in general. But um, yeah, so she opens up. They end up feeling better about it. He makes out with everybody, including Kat. And so he goes <laughs> to like give the rose out and he ends up giving it to charity. Um, no, he gave it to Gabby. Oh, he gives it to G- Gabby. My bad. Um, yeah, so Gabby gets it, which, you know, that's why I think she's like dark horse. I was like, damn, like, I thought maybe. Uh, I thought Ariel was going to get it. Yeah, we just barely too. saw their conversation. I feel like we didn't get a lot out of like his conversation with Gabby, really, during the cocktail portion. So that's why I thought Ariel was going to get it for the the group Maybe date. it's just because she she was just literally a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I think so. If you're just like a vibe, I wonder if she's reading like the book on how to win The Bachelor. Well, I think she's just a good time. And I think she was like the first one to get read by this mentalista. And like she kind of was like funny with it, like, you know, swearing and apologizing for it and like whatever. And like she was the one who the heart went onto her hand and stuff. So I think she was a good sport. So honestly, like. I get why he would give her the the group date rose in that sense too. Yeah, which um, again, Cat does not like that. She really thought she was gonna get it, right. and um, you know, everyone's like, "I'm happy for you," genuinely, and then she's like, "I'm happy for you," but it sucks. <laughs> it's just like she always has to add in like that 
that other thing. And um, it's just very interesting because, like, I feel like that's what Greer was doing when she was around. And now Kat's, like, the one that's doing it. You know, you can't really have two people doing that at the same time. Yeah, well, Greer barely did it as much. I feel like Kat's done it a bunch. And then Christina, when she was there, that's, like, that was her M.O. Yeah. So, um, anyways, of Greer. we get into, yeah, we get into Greer coming back. And she's looking cute, very optimistic. She's feeling feeling herself, feeling happy, feeling better, feeling excited. She go visit Zach in his room. Um, and, you know, they're hanging out. And she's kind of, like, staying her case. She's all like, I know... You know, I know I've missed some time, but like the I still have all these feelings and, you know, we definitely connected from the jump. And he even is like, yeah, yeah, we did. Like, I mean, I gave you the first impression. Rose, like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, but, <laughs> you know, I just don't feel 100 percent confident with giving you a rose knowing that we haven't had the same amount of time together that I've had with some of the other girls where my connections have deepened and like, you know, hometowns are next week, which I get. I understand the reasoning. Like I understand it, but also I'm like, why did we even then it just like this? I mean, it's it for feel- the show. They should have figured it out without flying her all the way there for just that. Yeah. It's honestly like she gets all the way there is feeling confident, feeling excited to then have her ass be sent home. Like that to me just feels rude. It just feels like a little, you know, a little inconsiderate because it's like she and she like, I mean, she took it as well as she could in the moment. She's like, I totally respect your decision. And I understand because like I get it. Like she missed out on like very, you know, vital time. But then I feel like there should have been something done to bridge that gap better. So then this wasn't the case. Cause like, it just looks bad on just how the show is done to like, be like, okay, we're going to keep her around. She can't fucking talk to anybody or any, like if they did, you know, his little virtual cocktail party and stuff, don't you think they could have done a virtual date with her just to like, see if there was even something still there instead of, her having to like, you know, she doesn't do good with virtual dates. <sighs> well, true. But I mean, um, yeah, I mean, again, it's kind of like shitty. It just kind of is what it is. But, it, you know, I kind of, again, have to respect Zach for making this decision. Like any right. other any other lead would just bring her back in and it caused or like, would have been forced by a producer to bring her back. in. I feel like that's the thing is like I was like, how is he? Because I feel like the, that would have been like the drama would be like all of a sudden she shows up into like the room where all the other girls are and and they're all like, oh, my God, Greer's here, which I would have even wanted to see, like, if she got to say goodbye to any of them or anything. But yeah, I mean, she'll she'll get to see him again. But also like and on top of that, it's like it would be even worse to like let her go through a rose ceremony and then do that. Right. I agree. Like, yeah, I I agree with the fact that like sending her home before the rose ceremony for sure. I just think why did she even get brought into Budapest if like that was going to be the decision? Like it should have just they should have figured the the bridging of the gap is think is what I'm having an issue with is that they're going to like let her go a whole week with just like pretty much like radio silence and then be like, now that you're free, like we're going to bring you all the way here to get dumped like yeah, I am. Um, yeah, but it is what it is. So Greer goes home um, and then we get the last one on one date with Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And, you know, obviously, you know, she's great. 
but I, I just didn't see it like not like better than any other relationship that. So I already knew that this wasn't. So watching I, this date was like kind of like sad. You know what I'm saying? It was just like I kind of figured I was thinking this might happen, but I was a little confused because I I figured he was going to send Kat's ass home. Like I knew that that was going to happen. So I almost part of me almost wanted her to get the second one on one cat because I kind of figured that that would be the time to send her home. I kind of was surprised that Brooklyn got it because, like, I I then thought, like, okay, he's excited. And especially the way he was acting, it felt like he was very, like, interested. They were having a good time. They were, like, at the big outdoor bathhouse talking to an old couple, talking about whatever. He lets her, like, go on a whole long diatribe about how excited she is to, like, introduce him to her mom and like how she like her and her grandpa's relationship she kind of gave like the same kind of story about the dad thing you know again a little yeah you know and it's like it's like damn like i've already heard this like it kind of reminded me of like not another teen movie do you remember oh yeah there's a scene at the end where like the uh the main guy it's i think it's it's chris evans and he's like he's all like he says his whole speech and and like the girl like falls in love or something like that at the airport and then like the actual like nerdy kid that's like loved her the whole time comes in and tries to start the whole speech again and like the everybody in like the tsa line was like dude we've already heard that line like you know everyone we just heard that five minutes ago from the dude before you and stuff and and it and it sucked man because like I I think I do think that this was the way to let her go though because it was like just to let Brooklyn go without she's like I would say a fan favorite right like you know yeah. she and um you know very outspoken and stuff like she, I think she deserved a day to see if it could turn around but he already kind of knew like you know what it is so I think I think you know by doing it this way it kind of saves you the if it is embarrassment of the rose ceremony. Well, yeah, especially because it seems like she was all in and she was like ready and you got whatever. Be. And you got to be. And he seemed like it seemed like it was a bit of a surprise to her that he said what he said to her about like, you know, I, you know, I can't meet you there. Like it and it felt very similar to when Rachel um and her date before potentially hometowns of Tyler on her season. Cause it was kind of like the same vibes. Like Tyler was like all in super excited, like family meant a lot to him. And you know, she did the same thing where she walked away for a second and then was all like, yeah, the walk away thing that was like the nail in the coffin. But, yeah. um, because it's like, at that point, it's like, how am I going to break up with this sweet girl and like still look good? to America. That's all that's going through his head right now. So he's like, I'll just cry a little bit, but, um, yeah, it is kind of like that, you know, because at the end of the day though, you just can't make something happen. You know, there's just like, you just know when you, when you kind of prioritize things and you kind of put it in like, you know, not worst to best, but like, you know, I guess, yeah, you're just like, this is just not falling in line with the rest of them, you know, and it's, it's kind of do or die now. So, um yeah brooklyn gets sent home and the girls get really the upset girls about it are sobbing they're upset like even cat looks a little upset after like the initial pull charity and brooklyn must have gotten really close because charity like folds over sobbing um but yeah i mean i think uh yeah i mean it's just kind of interesting 
because at this point, if I was cat, I'd be freaking out too. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I, I'm going, I'm going home because like, look around, look what we got here. It's just like, it's just impossible. You know, the only other person that might get sent home, maybe charity, but like that wasn't the case. Mm, so, so, um, so yeah, I mean, so we get into the cocktail party. Did they even really have a cocktail party? That's what I was going to say. I don't really remember that. I don't think they did. Okay, so they end up having a rose ceremony. Yeah. And, um, yeah, how did that go down? So pretty much, like, Zach prefaces it going into, like, talking with Jesse, being all like, you know, this is, it's been a tough week. This is going to be a tough night. Like, uh, heart's going to be broken, you know, but it's like, I have to make these decisions for me, uh, you know whatever whatever and it's and we don't even get to see because it's literally only two roses to give out um we don't even get to see jesse come in being all like ladies this is the last rose which um, i always think it's pretty ridiculous when they do that though i know but i I think it would have been like he would have had to be there like because it would take longer for him to get in and out of the room um (laughs) yeah but uh so you know ariel gets the first of the two roses and then it's down to that second rose and it's between charity and cat and it goes to Charity, and you could tell Charity's, like, surprised a little bit that she got the rose. Um, but, you know, gladly accepts it. And then they all hug Kat, and Kat and Zach go outside to kind of, like, talk a little bit as he's, like, letting her go. And it just, it once again, boils, boils down to the whole, like, wanting 100% confidence. And pretty much, like, her admitting to, like, wanting to leave at points, bitter in the ass, pretty much, because... Then it made him question things and it made him question their connection. And, uh, you know, he wasn't going to go to anybody's hometowns that he wasn't feeling like really strongly with. And that, you know, he wasn't feeling super strong about that whole situation. So fair enough. Um, Yeah. So Kat ran out of lives. Wow. You proud of that one? Yeah. anyways um yeah so we get a look at next episode hometowns which is a two-nighter and uh is this when you wanted me to bring up the uh favorite colors bit yeah yeah why though because the one of the brothers oh yeah the brother's like you don't even know her middle name like do you even know what like what other question did he ask i think he literally said like what her favorite color is i think that was like literally when her birthday when her birthday is. I mean, these are fair questions that Zach cannot like. That he can't answer. No, and and also like, I love I love these these ones though. Like I I love and hate it because it's like it's embarrassing for like the the person who's been so prestiged the whole season and stuff for like like the realness to come out and you're like like and and it just sucks that the family can just really like mess it all up for the for the contestant. And then also, it's just funny because like it really puts the lead in the hot seat for like finally for once. Because the parents and family, like if they don't give a fuck, like they're just gonna hit you with the like. W- I mean, it's always the same thing. Like, so how are your relationships with the other women or the other yeah. men? Like, you know. And then it's just like the the stage. Are you really? Of, do you like, think you could really be in love with my daughter? Like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I, I I do love. Like it makes for a better hometown than, oh, we're so happy you're here. Like they're just fans of the show and they. Yeah, no, I, I, I always find those more sus. I find those people like red flags when they're way more excited mm-hmm. than 
than they are cautious and suspicious. Like, I feel like I was saying, it was like, there's a lot of big, there's a lot of older brothers who are going to be protective, it looks like. And then I was saying how, like, if I ever was on the show, like, my brothers would probably just shit on me. I, I just know it. Like, they would probably be all like, you really want to be with her? Like, <laughs> are you sure? Like, you know you have, like, three other women. Yeah. <laughs> but they would uh, also defend me. Yeah, of course. But, um, but yeah, so that looks like we're going to get some some of that next week. And then we have a double header next week. We have a Monday episode, which is that, the hometowns. And then Tuesday is Women Tell All. Yes. Um, I'm excited about the Women Tell All. Um, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. And then also we get a look at like fantasy suites about Zach. Like he's like, potentially like saying famous, no to sex again. It's the famous last words of, of like, no, there's not going to be any sex. And then it's just like, wah, wah, wah. and then it ends up being sex or something. But yeah. Because they, you hear like somebody saying like, I'm like, we're going to have such a sexy time or like whatever. And like, then it shows him being all like a beautiful moment was robbed. Like, I want to know what's happening. Like, I just need to get to, I need to get to that. Yeah. But. So, um, so I think we have some exciting stuff ahead of us. So, yeah. um, anything else happened in bachelor nation? Yes. Uh, our girl, Hannah Brown is like becoming the winningest bachelorette contestant bachelor, you know, alum ever, because not only did she win Dancing with the Stars, you know, a few years back, but she won slash was like a, I guess technically there's two winners, her and um, former professional soccer player Carly Lloyd. They were the winners of the Special Forces World's Toughest Test um, reality show where they were doing like, you know, all those like Special Forces stuff, um, which I think it's awesome. Like two ladies won because there's a bunch of like beefy dudes around this. Um, but like former athletes and stuff too, but, uh, so congrats to, to Hannah for, you know, proving us in America that pageant girls can, uh, can really kick some booty. Nice. Um, well, uh, you know, what do you think of Hannah Brown's win? Do you think she deserved it? Let us know. I think so. (laughs) I was going to say, let us know in the comments below. I don't know. I have to see the show and see how it actually went down and stuff. For some reason, I'm not like the biggest Hannah Brown fan. I mean, I feel like I've become more and more of a Hannah. Like at first, I wasn't a big fan. I actually ended up really liking her season because she, I felt like, handled some of these like really nasty men pretty well. I mean, she still made the wrong choice in the end. But um, I mean, I, I, I like her as a person and I feel like she's pretty, she's fun. But yeah. Um, well, who do you think is going to go home after hometowns? Do you have any predictions? Let us know in the comment below. Um, would you, who do you think, who do you think is going to win, uh, you know, the show? Like, I kind of want to know we're getting down to that. So, you know, um, did you think cat, but no spoilers, don't spoil anything. Oh man. I have a spoiler. I got, I got spoiled today about something, but I'll wait until the appropriate time to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah I think I might have seen the hint of a spoiler and I clicked away very quick, but I mean, the spoiler is, I mean, I'm not going to say it right now, I guess, but it's like who the next bachelorette is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. So, um, 
but that could always change. It sometimes does. So, uh, yeah. Who, uh, you know, what do you think uh, is going to go down in hometowns? Do you think Zach actually has sex in the fantasy suites? All I got to know in the comments below, or just tell us you subscribe. Cause that's just dope too. Um, and then we'll see you next week with, uh, our double header of the bachelor. So, um, there we go. Well, V, why don't we get into something we like to do around here called quick hits. What do we got? So as we talked about a couple weeks back, we like Avril Lavigne and Tiger were seen out together. Um, and Avril Lavigne and Mod Sun ended their engagement that lasted a year. Um, Avril Lavigne and Tyga are confirmed in a relationship. They were seen, you know, bopping around uh, Paris Fashion Week together, making out, getting cuddly going to parties together, doing the whole thing. So holding hands. It's a strange pairing, I'll be honest. It's uh, it's very weird to I me. don't know why. I can't really see what Avril Lavigne looks like. Like, I never have gotten a clear what Avril Lavigne looks like. So I, I really wonder what's going on with all that. Do, do you know what she looks like? I mean, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's not like what she naturally looks like what I picture her as if I can get a clear picture of Avril Lavigne it goes back to like when I was in high school and it's like when, the yeah, when she was like also trip. like in high school practically yeah, so like you know um I think I watched a video on her career though which is pretty interesting she had a pretty interesting like come up like you know and the fact that she's still relevant is is pretty incredible right um, even though it's like with Tyga right now, but whatever. Very strange. She's very still- strange. Well, and she used to date, she dated Brody. So like, it's like the whole triangle of things. She dated Brody Jenner, wow. who, you know, is steps, who's, you know, half siblings with Kylie Jenner, who Kylie Jenner dated Tyga. So it's just a weird, strange connection there. But, uh, geez. Right. Um, all right. What else we got? Anyways, the Bieber versus Gomez drama continues because people think that Justin Tim, uh, what am I saying? Justin Bieber's 29th birthday was over the weekend, and his party favor was a um, metal lighter that had etched into it. I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted, which you know people think is slight shade towards Selena Gomez because. You know, she is always like, you know, his was his girl and there was a lot of back and forth and everything there. And people think that, you know, Haley's just happy that she snagged him and that there's like Dude, some that is kind such a of stupid like, thing. Like, I mean, what the hell? Like, why would you even want that? And I guess Haley Bieber, like, why would you even want that as like a thought or a party gift? Like the whole right. thing is just stupid. I don't. Right. I, I hate that drama shit. It's so dumb. It's really dumb. Um, in other news, uh, Owen Wilson's gonna be playing like a Bob Ross lookalike in this uh, comedy movie called Paint, and like they're really leaning in. They gave him like the whole Bob Ross look with the perm and everything, and it's gonna be about like him pretty much being like a Bob Ross, but his name is uh, I think Carl Nagel or something like that in this movie. But it's like the rise and fall of him of you know that so. Hopefully Should it'll be, be funny. funny. Um, they'll probably have like, you know, Will Ferrell or something in it or Vince Vaughn. Yeah. It'd be nice. You, got, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. Luke Wilson. Um, Anything yeah, his else? Brother. 
Um, so there's a couple new couple new shows on the horizon. One is called Twin Love that will be on Amazon. Nikki and Brie Bella are to host it. And I guess the whole idea is that it's like exploring the love lives of identical twins since the Bella sisters are ten, uh, identical twins. So I guess 10 set of identical twins will be split up and in, placed into two houses of like identical class. So, you know, one house is one half of the identical twins. The other house is the, the other half of the identical twins. And they're going to be, you know, searching for love. So it's going to be trying to figure out, you know, without their twin brother or sister with them, are they going to make the same kind Dude, of decisions? I don't know how they keep doing it, but that sounds dope. Like you That know? sounds kind of fun, right? No. Wait, <laughs> I, I would think it would be dope, like a cooler experiment to to just keep them separate the whole time. Like, you know, and see I like, think that is I think they're I think that's the whole point to then see if like I don't know. The- I feel like that at some point they're gonna like mix up the twins and have them stay at the other house and see if that changes anything. Yeah, because I wonder I wonder if, you know, because that, they, that, they the would have to taste. do that. That just makes the drama. Yeah, I wonder if they have the same taste. They have the whatever. So we'll see. I, I might have to tune in. That sounds sounds just weird enough for me to be into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen one before that was like kind of like that, but it was like siblings that yeah. were all put in a house. And that was yeah, pretty I've interesting seen that too. to watch. Um, but identical twins getting like identical houses like to see then if like they'll go for the same t- other twin. Not even that, but cool. like, will they go for the same room and bed? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But uh, so the other show that, you know, people have been talking about is this whole house of villains. The proposed cast uh, looks to include um Looks to include Danielle Staub from Real Housewives of New Jersey, Tiffany Pollard from Flavor of Love, Rachel Riley from Big Brother, Corinne Olympios from The Bachelor, very famously, Tanisha Thomas from Bad Girls Club, uh, Johnny Bananas from The Real World, uh, Johnny Fairplay from Survivor, Shake from Love is Blind, um... And then Anafisa, I don't know how to say that last name, Archipedchenko from 90 Day Fiance, and Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami, as well as like Jack Taylor from Vanderpump Rules, which we'll get into. Um, Heidi Montag, maybe. Wait, they're bringing Jackson? Yeah. And um, and I guess uh, Farah um, from Teen Mom as well. Wow. So. That's, yo. Star-studded villains cast, honestly. Well, I love Johnny Bananas. I don't think he's going to stand out as being like a true villain in there. But to see a house with uh, Farah and with Corinne and New York, like what? Yeah, New York. These people all in the same house? Like, are they like there to win money or what's what's the deal? Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of like a Big Brother themed situation um, just with villains. So like, I think they're there to win money. That's another good show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these, these shows have too much, um, camaraderie. Like you got to get a house full of villains in there and and really shake it up, you know, no pun intended. (laughs) Um, but, uh, V what made you go yikes this week? Well, this has been all over the internet and it just keeps developing. But the big news is that long, long term couple, Tom Sandoval of Vanderpump Rules and Ariana Maddox have split up after finding out that like literally hours after she was at 
Tom Sandoval's show that I guess Raquel and Tom Sandoval have been having a months long affair and not just like hooking up or whatever, but like, you know, sending naughty videos to each other, potentially wearing matching necklaces with each other, like wanting to be with each other, like, you know, very fully like doing stuff together in the home that Ariana and Tom own together. But like, so shit is shit is hitting the fan. They had just finished wrapping the season of Vanderpump Rules and production picked up cameras and are filming shit right now. Like literally just. Well, went- I thought the rumor was that like she broke up the other Tom. Exactly. That's the thing. So she made out with other Tom Schwartz after like her after Schwartz and um, Katie were already like in the midst of their divorce. So like that was just more of like it was more of a like, how could you like we're in the midst of doing this, like, like be respectful of our boundaries as we're like trying to like separate our lives out right now. Um, But meanwhile, she was then potentially at the same time was already like having this whole affair with Tom Sandoval, which I guess Tom Sandoval did a whole no, you know, did a no tap bit on Instagram saying that Tom Schwartz didn't know anything about this and like just found out about it too. So like, don't come hating for him and don't come hating for like, you know, their businesses that they have together, which, you know, I I don't know how that's all going to, how that's going to pan out. Like his life is going to be, it's like blown up now. Like this is insane. But, um, I guess, it's funny because like Tom like used to be the one that would like talk to Jax when Jax did this dumb shit like this every other season, and right. now and now Tom has turned into the Jax. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I guess Raquel like hired a PR firm to try to like save her ass, and they fired her. Like they like dropped her like a day later. Like they were like, no, we're not even you. You're out of your mind. Like this is insane. So. It's just, I don't know. I'm intrigued. Like, I've, I, I'm going to rewatch. I want to rewatch all of Vanderpump Rules now. And I want to watch this upcoming, like, the, the you know, season 10. When yeah, it, when they, it drops. they've really brought it back, man. Because, like, it was, you know, I... And also, like, not to... Like, she's, like, the ex-girlfriend of James. Of James Kennedy. Who's of also James another Kennedy. character on They there. were engaged. They just got, like... Home, you know, he, James is having a field day right now, too. Like, he's been posting stuff to his Instagram. I always liked all- James for some reason. I don't know why. I, I, I liked him. Um, I mean, he was an asshole, but... He there, was, he definitely, but, like, he made the show better, like, when, like, they really needed it and stuff. But, like, I mean, I would wonder if they're going to bring back, like, I guess Kristen Doty and, uh, uh, you know, all the girls came running to Ariana's side. Like, I want to hear from Kristen. I want to hear from Stassi. Like, give me the juice. I don't know. Stassi seems so far removed from this now. I know, but she did like comment on something being all like, I mean, no one's asking for my opinion. And like literally everybody replied to it being like, we are, we are asking for, let us know how you feel, sis. Like, what do you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, Interesting stuff. I mean, I always liked Vanderpump Rules. For some reason, the show just would make me laugh. Like it just. It's a good, honestly, it's quality reality television. It is like, I think reality television at its finest. I I think so. Yeah, because what I like about it, it's like. There's no competition for money. It's just like 
and it's that LA lifestyle. So it's like, it really bleeds into real life and the show. Oh, like, yeah. you know, so it's like this weird, it's a weird experiment in itself. So it's just, it's, I think it's like fully like, it's, you know, like it's, if, if you've seen the transformation of, of Raquel, like apparently her name is Rachel or something Rachel. Like that. Yeah. But um but if you've seen the transformation of what she was when she first came on the show as just like James like new girlfriend to like Which how she, she like, is now, it just shows you like what the show does to people. Like, you know? Right. Well in like she pretty much was like a super fan and then got onto the show, started dating James, like and the other girls like the Ariana took her in. Ariana was the one who like took her in as a best friend and like was the one she was closest to. And she's gonna do this. Wild, 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 wild. Yeah. We're gonna have to see. Yikes. Mm. Um anyway. Well V, um, besides stuff that we wanna watch, I have a question for you. And um I wonder if you can predict it. But what are you watching? Well, uh, I just started this. It's Daisy Jones and the Six. It's on Amazon. Uh, and it's based off of a book by Taylor Jenkins Reid, a very popular book. I actually kind of want to go back and read the book. But um, it's pretty much kind of like a light retelling, similar idea to... Um, Fleetwood Mac is kind of like the premise. That's what I thought when I saw it. It felt like, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Fleetwood Mac. Then the Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm like, oh, I guess it's not. But so it's but like it, that's loosely the, that based is definitely, off. It, it is supposed to be like pretty much like Fleetwood Mac being, you know, the idea of like, you know. Yeah. I mean, the relationships. Well, like, the, like the main guitarist and the main singer are like in a relationship and then there's another relationship with another singer that's in the group. Like everyone pretty much dated each other in Fleetwood Mac. But, um, but yeah, I mean, interesting. Is it good? Let's Do you like it? Um, yeah, I mean, I just started it. Um, so I've been liking it so far and I kind of want to, I do want to like, I'm trying to figure out like if I want to keep watching it or if I want to like stop, get the book to read it really quick. Cause I know people finish this book really quickly and then watch the rest of it or how I want to go about it. Or if I'm just going to watch it all and then read the book. Yeah. But you, you, you cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to ask you a question. What, you know? what oh, could you uh, want to ask me? Uh, what are you watching? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, hey. so last night, this is actually a really weird thing, but last night, you know, uh, my girlfriend, Sam, like she's really, I don't know. Personally, I feel like she's bad at picking like things for us to watch together. Wow. But, yeah. I, she knows that. Throw thickness. her under the bus. Yeah. Well, she's always like, you pick whatever we watch. She just like goes on. Cause like on her own time, she'll watch whatever she likes. We like different things, you know? So I get that. I get that. So like sometimes like she just, I don't know if she just doesn't know how to pick things that like she knows I'm going to like too. So she'll just pick something. I'm like. <laughs> No, babe, or maybe what? she wants you to give some of the shit she likes a chance. I tried. Like, I did that maybe, last night. Maybe, maybe I did that last about night. You. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. Why are you getting so defensive for? No, I'm joking. I mean, it is. It just. It is one of those things where I'm like, maybe babe. she's just bad at picking things that she knows I'll like because it's actually all about me. <laughs> I know it's like that, but like seriously, like I can't just watch anything. Like. There's oh certain my things God. like I, I can't so watch TV. I can't watch TV shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if the Daisy Jones and the six was a movie, like I'd probably watch it. 
Maybe not, but like I, I don't you watch. You can't TV. watch TV shows. What the fuck is that supposed to I, mean? I just don't watch TV shows that much anymore. Like just like very rarely. There's so many TV shows, first of all. But like I, I just, feel like I barely watch movies. I feel like I mostly watch TV shows. That's now. interesting because I just don't like to be like dragged into like six to ten hours of a of a, a story. Like yeah, but I don't binge stuff. So like I I I get like you know. Yeah, the only TV shows that I really like to watch are like 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 scheduled watching like viewing so like the last of us or like game of thrones comes on every sunday and that's like a like a premiere show that i'll watch or like you know the big ones like stranger things or whatever like that but besides that like i'm not getting into the nitty-gritty of shows that much anymore Mm. um anyway so she's like well let's watch this this movie called the triangle of sadness and i'm like all right so like you know i was like all right, tonight's tonight. She's picking something. I'm just going to, you know, give it the benefit of the doubt. Oh my God, you're so ridiculous. <laughs> and it starts off and I'm like, it's just like about like male models and stuff. And it's just really like, <laughs> it's just, it's, 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 the, I don't know. I was just like, what the hell is this? And I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to be a good boyfriend. I'm going to just keep watching it. And it, it ended up being this crazy, like, story that like was broken up into three parts and it really reminded me kind of like she said it like into sh- the reason why she got me to watch it she was like it's kind of like the menu in that sense of like mm. like storytelling and shit and i was like all right i really like the menu so let me watch this and by the end of it i was like holy crap like the way like this story ended to where it started like i had no idea it was going to go this direction and stuff so i ended up like enjoying it and then last night i get an email from my acting teacher and because we're starting up a new project in class where we're going to do on camera stuff, um, like he sent a script for us to be familiar with for class tomorrow. And I'm like looking at the script. No, stop. Dude, it's I swear not. to God, I'm looking at the script and I'm like, I just watched this. Like, it's literally the scene from the movie that I just watched last night. He emailed well, it like, and I saw so I had to go in. I told Sam, I'm like. I don't know what is going on, but like I gave her a kiss on the head. I'm like, good choice, I guess, in movie. Now I'm like prepared for I my I guess. <laughs> she set you up for success. She don't did. Don't give me an I guess. She did. She did. So, oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> oh she won God. that one. So God. Like, yeah. Good for her. Jesus. <laughs> no, she even knew it was crazy. She's like, if, if, if it doesn't get better by this point, like we can watch something else. But I just kept being like, no, we'll finish this. Like, you know, and. So the wow, movie's called Triangle you're such Sadness. A giver, Cy. I forgot what it was on. Triangle of Sadness, but check it out. It's pretty pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I gave a good description of it, but I think you did because I'm pretty sure uh, a podcast I listened to by NPR Pop Culture Happy Hour. Somebody talked about it and like compared it to the menu. Actually, yeah. So that uh, she might have listened to the same podcast, so that's where she got it from. But I, I'm. Glad I watched it because now I'm, I kind of know what the scene is about. And stuff. Look at that. Yeah. Look at you. It was just really weird because I printed it out <laughs> this morning. That? Not I, me. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what a freaking small world. Out of all the scenes, like, to get, like, the night, like, of the me watching it. That is it crazy. I don't even want to mention it in class that I watched it. Like, I just kind of, because sometimes, like, when it comes to acting, like, my teacher's, like, weird about seeing the scene that you've, or you're about to perform because he wants you to do it, like yourself yourself yeah like so it. but it's like or figure it out like you know yourself but like, and stuff. wouldn't you want to like use your resources though too to like i feel like there's you know 
There's arguments for both sides. There is. There is. You have to kind of just teeter that line, though, with acting, you know? So you got to bring mm-hmm. yourself into it. Like, how would you actually react? Like, what could you bring unique to it that would, like... Because, you know, when acting, like, you don't want to do it like every other person does it. Like, when you get a scene, like, to do... Now I'm getting into actor stuff. But, like, when you get a scene to do, like, for an audition, like... You have to, you'll read it and you'll be like, this is the way it's supposed to be done. But everybody's thinking that the, the same thing. So the casting director is going to get all these auditions of people doing the scene the same way. So you really have to be like, how can I do this scene? That's going to make me stand out from everybody that's going to do it the way it's supposed to be done. Like, you know, and, right. and, and that's usually what gets you, but booked. also still doing the way that it's supposed to be done. Yeah, It's, it's supposed to be grounded in like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we'll see how I, how I do it. But, um, Yo, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. (laughs) So I heard this slapper of the week on a podcast and I was like, oh, damn, like, it's actually not bad. Have you heard? Have you heard this yet? Yeah, I did. Like, I think it came out like last week. So so, I I heard it on New Music Friday. Yeah. um, The song is called Red Ruby the Sleaze. Stupid name for a song. Yeah, it's a bad um, name. Red Ruby the Sleaze by, it sounds like a new rapper or something, but it's by Nicki Minaj. Um, The worst part about this song, I would say, is the title of it. Just I agree. Come up with something cleverer than that. Probably means something I don't know, but whatever. Um, The song samples uh, Nina Sky, like their biggest song from like, the 2000s like uh oh uh oh mm-hmm. um and they flip it so i'm just like i love when a sample is flipped the right way Nicki minaj you know it's good enough for her to be a single that i enjoy um sometimes you know as these legacy acts get older like they're just not putting out the same type of music but this one i was bumping so check it out it's called red ruby the sleaze by Nicki minaj on the future bachelor podcast playlist on spotify um great party song and um probably good for djs to mix it up when you're yeah when you're like blending in between yeah that'd be cool totally uh so yeah um well v do you have any shout outs this week yes i have a bunch of birthday shout outs three birthday girls on my mind my pals allison casey and courtney who i talked about earlier happy birthday to all three of them um they are lovely ladies and i love them all um well, I uh, want to give a shout out to my mom. She yeah. was she was in uh, the hospital last week. She's been yeah. kind of dealing with some issues, and um, she was you know since then has been out of the hospital and, and doing better and stuff like that. So I just want to say I love you, and um, you know keep being strong, stay healthy, um, and then uh, just want to give a shout out to my girlfriend Sam. Uh, for picking a great movie, for picking a you great know? movie. That's why. <laughs> um, no, uh, come this Saturday, it'll be our one year anniversary of being official. So it's kind of, kind of cool. Really? Yeah. Isn't that? I mean, what you think? Think what? Does it go by faster? I mean, it's just crazy because I guess it does make sense that it will be like, but it just feels like you guys. I mean, because you've been together for longer, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, eventually it, it just gets to a point where you're like, are we going to do this and stuff? And the date was that. So, um, you know, Ooh. it's just kind of nice to have a date like that. But congrats. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. So um, just want to give a shout out to her for putting up with me and uh, watching all the movies that I want to watch. So <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you have any fun plans for the weekend? 
Um, I do. Uh, it is, uh, I guess, uh, early shout out front of the pod. Taylor Marie, it's her birthday. Um, so, so we'll be celebrating that with some Princess Diaries themed activities of some sort on Saturday. Um, and yeah, and then actually, uh, my friend Clarissa will be in town this weekend, so my friends Katie and I are gonna go uh, go see her at some point. So yeah, dope. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can stop by for a little bit, but I gotta. I go. I was booked to DJ like this this birthday party in a mansion and stuff on Saturday. Oh, night. so I'll be DJing on Saturday. Yeah, night. yeah. Send me pics of that. Yeah, it should be fun because the theme of that one is like freak show. So Ooh. yeah, it should be a little crazy, but um. And then on Sunday, we start shooting for this like pilot that I was booked for. Um, oh, fun. Called Office Killer. So um, we'll be shooting. Are you going to get for- killed? Maybe. I don't know. It's like a show. So, like, you know, they're trying to like put the pilot together and stuff and see if there are going to be more episodes. But yeah, so that'll be fun. I'll be shooting that over the next couple weekends and stuff. So um excited about that. We have a table read for it on Thursday. So. That's exciting, Sai. That sounds awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. So yeah, uh, pretty full weekend for both of us, but we'll be back with uh, you know, a full week of Bachelor too. So um, keep it locked in. You know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.